Coming up on today's podcast, we've got Sheena Tapia from the Dynamic Runners out of Winter Park on the We Do podcast. That ended quickly. Hey, uh, the We Do podcast is brought to you by Graytech. Let's see what we can do together. Graytech is available at graytech.com or wherever you download your apps. I am Billy Price flying solo today. We will be missing Jeff, but we're going to hold the ship down without him. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Sheena Tapia. She runs the Dynamic Runners out of Winter Park. Hello, Sheena. How's it going today? Hey, Billy, it's going great. How about yourself? Everything's going great. It's a lovely day here um, on a Wednesday. It's not too hot out today. Did you get your run in already? I have not. I'm going to be doing that this evening. Oh, you're an evening runner or a morning runner? Which do you prefer? Uh, prefer the morning. Yeah. Every now and again, the schedule, I have to push it to the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, how did how did you get into running? I mean, were you an athlete growing up or um, you know, how did you find your running skills? Yeah, so I was pretty athletic growing up, but I never was a runner, and I never was quick at it. It wasn't really my thing, but back in 2010, I moved to Florida. My company at the time bought another company, landed myself in Florida from North Idaho. So as you can imagine, in Idaho, you're not always running outside with the weather. Wow. Got to Florida, ended up dating a guy that was a college runner, and so he had this kind of big need to get back into running and get back competitive again. Okay. And so through him, I picked it up and just kind of slowly grew to be a bit of a runner. Didn't think I'd really love it, but I actually really love it. It's a blast, isn't it? Yeah, and, it really is. And are you um, long distance? Do you like short stuff? What, what's your, your favorite distance to run? So I usually run between three and eight miles. This totally depends on the day. If okay. I need to clear my mind, and that's what I love about running, then I'll just head out for longer. Mm. And, you know, if I just have a little bit of time, I always like to at least get a couple miles in. Yeah, so you, you run about how much a week, do you think? Uh, well, times have changed, right? During yeah. lockdown, I was running six or seven days a week, and I would run probably four to eight miles a day. Wow. Now that we're getting a little bit back in the gyms and it's a little bit warm out, I still run three or four days a week, and I'll run probably more like three to six miles these days. Very cool. Well, um, so you're, you're head of Dynamic Runners. Tell me about them. How, how did they become... Yeah, so absolutely. So I moved, I sold my house in Lake Mary, Florida here in the end of January, and I moved to Winter Park. And right after I moved into Winter Park, I think, you know, very shortly, we of course had our lockdown and things changed. So in my new community in Winter Park, I started running all the time outside. Mm -hmm. And I just noticed I was seeing walkers and runners everywhere. I couldn't believe how many people were out. Of course, we had some help with the gym being closed. I am really social and I really believe in community. And so I would strike up conversations with those runners I would see. And I just found so many people had just landed in Florida from Philadelphia and Colorado and Texas and just everywhere. Okay. And they really didn't know anybody. 
And so they would ask me, you know, questions about where I came from and what's going on. And I just quickly realized that there was a really big need to create a community in the Winter Park area, not just for those that are transient to Florida and haven't really started their roots and don't really know people, but even for people like me who just moved, you know, a couple towns down the street and just didn't have any roots set there. Gotcha. So I kind of just thought, well, I might as well be the one to kind of solve this problem. Start the ball rolling, right? Yeah, absolutely. And about how many hours a week do you devote to running the club? So, you know, when I first obviously started setting the club up, it took a lot more time to get, you know, insurance and liability waivers and sponsors Mm -hmm. and a graphic designer and, you know, everything, the shirts being designed, all the little pieces. So that was taking me a good, well, I'd say 10 to 15 hours a week then. And then right now, just to maintain maintain it and run it, it's taking me about two or three hours a week. I will say I have some help, though. I've got a great, uh, for my company, Dynamic Consulting, I have my director of marketing and design that does all of Dynamic Runners as well. Wow. So I'm blessed to have her on board to help me out. She runs all the social media. She plans a lot of that side of things. And then I also have one volunteer that really helps that check-in and attendance and really make sure that our runners are tracking to get their milestone awards. So because of those two amazing women to help support me. Mm-hmm. I really have about two or three hours a week now. Well, that's great. You know, I'm, I'm coming from my background. I know it can take upwards of, I think at the most I was doing 10 hours a week. So if you can get it done in two or three, you're, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So um, you, you said, um, I think you, we were talking before we started and you've got about a hundred members. That's incredible for starting at such a, you know, your club's relatively young, right? Yeah, you know, we're so impressed with the Winter Park community and just how much people are craving that connectivity. We just had our ninth run last night, so Mm -hmm. we run every Tuesday once a week, and we at week seven hit our 100 runner mark with people that have signed up to be members in our club. That was a really big surprise to us. We did not expect that kind of growth so quickly, and so we are so excited that the Winter Park and surrounding areas are really responding so well. Yeah. Now I think starting a club, um, especially during the times now when we gyms are closed, I think that's just a perfect time for you. And and having a hundred members right away, right off the bat, you know, within a couple months, it's great news. Yeah. We're really excited about it. Now does our, our CAA play a role for your club? I mean, are, are they like, uh, you know, give you some guidelines and stuff like that? A little bit. I mean, I would definitely say, so we're not official members of RRCA, and really it's because we haven't created the revenue yet to be able to pay the fees there, but certainly we love the support that they give to running clubs like ours. Gotcha. So we have done everything separately. We've, you know, gotten legal involved and done all of the things you need to do to run a Mm -hmm. club and, and run it well. Uh, which, as you know from your experience, there's a lot that goes into that. So in our first year, kind of in this very unique environment, we decided to just get two sponsors together, mm-hmm. work on it for now, and then really figure out how we want to involve our RCA. We know that they're great partners, so we definitely look forward to gotcha. being able to do that here in the future. Well, um, 
I, I mean, I know from my experience, but what about yours as far as um, joining a club? How important is it for a runner to find that place? Oh my gosh. Well, I think back to when I started running and I thought I could never run a 5k. I could never run, be a runner really at all. Mm-hmm. And it was the support system around me that would share their stories about how they started and where their love grew from that really got me to even stick with it and keep going to begin with. And so I think just from a support perspective, it can be easy when you're not a runner to think, Oh, they must've been running their whole lives. Or mm-hmm. It's just natural for them. <laughs> and as you know, that's just not true. Yeah. And then, as an adult, when you don't have the same outlets you had when you were younger, maybe sports outlets or whatever they are, you don't have as many things in your life that you're getting up and really trying to achieve and accomplish. When you realize you can do more than what you thought, you know, it just creates this whole new excitement and energy in you. So for me, being somebody that was competitive all growing up and uh, finding an outlet for that competitive Mm -hmm. energy, even just against myself or, you know, people I'm running with is just, it makes such such a big difference. Yeah, it's a great release, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think about, you know, just joining a club in general, I think about even having a sense of community and belonging. Mm-hmm. You know, I've moved all over the U.S. for work. I've been in corporate America for many moons before I opened my own company here in Florida. And I traveled and moved all over. And outside of college or outside of maybe you work in a big organization with a big office and so you can really root yourself in some friendships at work, it can be hard as an adult to find long-lasting friendships. And even when you work in an organization where there are people, you don't necessarily want to be making long-lasting friendships with (laughs) the people that you work with. You know, not always. Sometimes you get lucky, but not always. And so I just think about the kind of the mental health aspect of it and how nice it is to feel like you belong to a community and that you know people and you can just jump in and get going. That's been one of the number one pieces of feedback we've gotten is, you know, I don't know anybody here and I showed up and you guys just made me feel so welcome. And, you know, that to me, that's huge. So whatever club it is that you join, whatever city you go to, I've always been a big advocate for that. Just being someone who's moved around a lot. Yeah. Did you try to find clubs as you moved around as much as you did so you could find a place like that? I, yeah, I did. And it's funny that you asked that because that's really how this club was born too, is I really thought about where I was and how that club made me feel. Mm -hmm. And so what did I want our club members to feel like when they joined? And I would go to some clubs and they were okay, but I didn't always feel when I walked in from day one that I could really connect with like-minded people. Sometimes it felt like they already had their connections and I didn't quite feel the energy to go back. And that was something when we started our club that I really wanted to accomplish, that anyone who came immediately felt connected to the Mm -hmm. whole group, got, you know, introduced to other like-minded individuals or, oh, you work in this industry, so does this person, or you have small kids, so does this person. (laughs) And being a connector within the group is really important to me because I think that's what can be a big difference maker from one club to the next. Yeah, you know, and... um. I don't know if you've had an an event yet because we really haven't had any, but knowing that your club's going to be in an event and knowing that there'll be some folks that are in your club makes going to that event a little bit less scary. Wouldn't you think so? Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. That's such a good point. And we haven't had the pleasure yet with only being nine weeks in to have an event that we could go to. But I will say even, uh, you know, we we really, a second kind of part of the club is I'm a huge promoter of small business. And mm-hmm. I want to help any small businesses we can in the area get their marketing out. I want those transient people that are coming to Winter Park or coming to Central Florida to be able to find the things they need. And so we had a we have a raffle every week. And in that raffle, we give away items from local businesses where we can say, hey, you know, this is the hairstylist right down the road. And he's here today. And in our raffle, we're going to give away a free, you know, haircut or, hey, this is our pedicure place. And here's this. And our raffles range from all kinds of things. But what's cool about that is just the ability to promote these small business owners and get them involved. And it's amazing to see how much that has played a role on the club too, and just been able to make even deeper, further connections, you know? Yeah. And shoot, you're making me want to come run with you if there's a raffle every Tuesday. Yeah, there is. And actually (laughs) it's really exciting because next week is our 10th run Mm -hmm. and our runners get their shirts on their 10th run. So we have performance shirts that you get automatically after you've completed your 10th run. And so as a way to kind of kick off our first shirt ceremony next week, we have 10 raffle items from 10 businesses in the area. And we only raffle items from locally owned businesses. And so we want to support all business, but we in particular really, especially in times like now, want to support local. And so we've got amazing business owners in the area that are giving away great raffle prizes for us each week. And, you know, that's just an, another way our club can contribute and feel really good about coming too. So what a cool idea, you know, you're going to go and yeah, have some free prizes. Yeah. So when you, when you're talking about these members that are coming, the new members, what, what kind of advice are you giving them when they start their running journey? Yeah. So, you know, one thing we tell them is we want you here, whether you're a walker, whether you're a runner or whether you're somewhere in between. And sometimes we get runners that get really intimidated by, well, how long is the route? And you can kind of already hear it in their voice or see it on their face. And so the first thing I say is what success is your attendance, Mm -hmm. right? You coming and supporting us is the number one thing. And when they get there, we ask them, you know, tell me a little bit about your running journey. And if they say, well, actually I haven't started, we'll pair them up with people that are there. Oh, we're so glad you came out today. You're walking today. How far would you like to walk today? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell us and we'll say, great, come meet these people. These are some of our walkers and they're about in the same spot as the journey that you are. Okay. And so for me, I think sometimes people will go to a new club as a new runner and, you know, think they have to go all out the first time they're there or, mm-hmm that, you know, it's a mandatory thing. And sure, we have a 5K route and we have guidelines and we try our best to get everyone to that point. But at the end of the day, the goal is to create community with people who want to get out and move and want to grow in their journey. And so I would tell a new runner, you know, if you're going to a club and you've never been before, ask the organizer, tell them a little bit about what you're looking for and see if they can pair you up with people in that club that really fit your journey. To me, that is the best thing when I have newcomers come to me after and say, I was so nervous to come today. Mm -hmm. I'm not in shape anymore. I wasn't sure how it was going to be. And I loved it. And I can't wait to come back. And thank you so much. 
Very cool. It sounds like you're, you're welcoming anybody with open arms. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. I mean, we obviously want to celebrate their milestones. We have a calendar when you check in that you can put any of your milestones on the calendar and let us know what event you're trying to accomplish. Are there any details that you're trying to accomplish? That way we can celebrate them and we can ask them about how was it? How Mm -hmm. close are you? How'd you do today? And that journey for everyone is different. So we'd love everyone to be runners and we'd love them to all do the 5K route. But if they're not there yet, we still want them to come and we're going to support them every step of the way. Yeah, so um, you know, why don't we brag a moment here and tell us about some of the club achievements that you guys have. You know, you have a lot of long, like ultra runners. You have new people coming out. I mean, this is your chance to highlight some of them. Yeah, you know, we're obviously brand new, right? So this was just our ninth week. But I would say the biggest achievement so far was hitting that 100 runner mark well before we ever thought we could. That yeah. is one. Another big achievement that I would say is the amount of new runners every week. We have not had a week where there are not new runners that have joined. And so that's really big. I think another huge achievement is more than 50% of our club has referred another friend to come join the club that they've heard from somebody who came and had a great experience. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, Oh my gosh, I, so-and-so told me I just couldn't miss it. I had to come. That's big. And then, you know, one of the things that I set out to do, and I'm, I think it's a huge achievement is the number of small businesses we've given business to. So we are looking for small businesses that want to get kind of that free marketing. We get on a mic, we promote them, we talk about them, we give away something, but the number of small businesses that I have heard say your runners have come and, you know, we're first time people visiting my business. That means we are helping out in our community mm-hmm. and that matters. So we have a tracking system that you get a barcode and you come and scan in. And so we know attendance and we give away milestone awards. Um, and that is huge. But with that barcode that has their name, dynamic runners and their scan code, they can show that and look at local businesses in the area and get discounts. So an example is the new standard here in Winter Park gives all of our runners 15% off every Monday through Thursday if they show their barcode. And so I want to obviously grow that list of businesses where our runners can go get discounts as big as we can. And our first Mm -hmm. benchmark is to try to get 50 businesses in the area on the list that would support our runners getting some kind of a discount. And so it's not a goal that you would think about with the running club, mm-hmm. but I would say a huge accomplishment is how many, how much we have contributed to local businesses in the area. Yeah. Being able to give back to the local community, huge. And if they're partnering with you like that, that's, that's a bonus for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you give, like if um, somebody was starting their own running club from scratch and let's say something that you've learned a positive or, you know, some kind of advice that you'd like to share with, with everybody? Yeah. So as you know, from my experience doing it yourself, there's a lot that goes into a new club. And so I always think in order for it to be accessible, the first thing I would give as an advice to somebody starting a club is to have a clear vision. You know, why are you starting this club? What are you wanting to accomplish? What does success look like? Mainly because it's a lot of work that goes into it. And so if you forget the why, your big why behind it, what you set out to accomplish, that 
volunteerism, so to speak, or starting that club can feel like a task and it can feel heavy and then it completely changes the growth of the club and the feel of the club. And so I would say having that vision is really important. Um, you know, my vision was attendance as far as just diversity of attendance and skill set and age and making sure it felt like it was a really inclusive group and people could go and get connected to others in their community and that those relationships would last outside of the club. And we're already seeing that, you know, they're saying, oh, we're going to go to this boot camp Saturday. Who else in the run club wants to come? So that vision, I think, is really important. The second thing I would tell somebody starting a club is just be really thoughtful on the expenses and the liabilities. I know that's not the sexiest of topics, but there is so many expenses that end up going into running a club that one might not think about and making sure that it's structured properly and that you're covered from a liabilities perspective is huge. The last thing you want when you just love what you do and you're just trying to help in your community is have some uh, some unforeseen consequences thing happen to create risk for yourself or the club. So um, although not the sexiest of topics, I would say partnering with other people who have started clubs and just getting through some of that stuff, mm-hmm. I think it could be a deterrent as to why some people don't start a club because they may not want to take on that risk. But, you know, if you know, if you talk to somebody and get help, it, it can be so easily overcome to create a really great club. Very cool. Well, where do you see the club growing in five years as far as like growth plans? What do you have planned for us? Yeah. So we want to be on the cover of Runner's World magazine as the top run club in the U.S. There you go. The club (laughs) out of California that has gotten that award and we very much want to do that. So that's something huge for us. And then, like I said, part of our growth plan is the number of businesses in the area that Mm -hmm. our runners can frequent and get some kind of a discount because we know that that's going to entice them to spend money locally. And then from an attendance perspective, you know, we, I would love to be 250 runners registered within the club, um, you know, here probably by the five-year mark. And then the, I think the average attendance each week of those people who are truly in the club, we know not everyone can come every week, but I would love to see that at least 50% of our club is coming every single week. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, those are great goals. You know, I, being on the cover would be wonderful, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So where should a runner go that wants to join Dynamic Runners? Yeah, so we are on Facebook. You can just look up Dynamic Runners and it will come up and you want to join the group. It did start as a private group and so it is a private group. However, anybody can join. And then once you hit join, we'll approve you and all the information will be there on Facebook, including the liability waiver mm-hmm. and um, all of that information. The other place you can go is on Instagram. It's at Dynamic Runners WP, standing for Winter Park. Mm-hmm. So either Facebook Dynamic Runners or Instagram at Dynamic Runners WP. Cool. Well, does it? Is there a cost for it? I mean, are you guys uh, charging dues? So we are charging dues. We charge twelve dollars as a one-time fee. Ever. So okay. it's not an annual fee. It's just a one-time fee. It helps us cover the cost of co- our software, of mm-hmm. course, to run the check-ins. It helps us cover some of the cost of the performance shirt that everyone gets on their 10th run. They get milestone patches to add to their shirts that are pretty awesome at runs 
25, 50, and 100. So the dew does not cover the cost for a runner. But luckily, we are so happy to be my company, Dynamic Consulting, as well as the new standard have partnered up to sponsor some costs so that we can really bring the cost down for the runners. Mm -hmm. You're you're making me really jealous. I wish I would have thought of something like that. Um, You know, 10th runner and then the badges. I think that's amazing. Yeah, we had them designed and it was cool because our designer designed it local for Winter Park. So if you actually look at our logo, Mm -hmm. um, the peacock is the feather for Winter Park or the bird for Winter Park that we have. And so that peacock feathers in there. You see the fountain where um, we start our runs at, which is right here at the new standard and the palm trees. And so it was really fun to come up with something local, local art designed by a local designer after the city of Winter Park. And we really wanted to get that brand out there and have people be running by going, who the heck's that group? And, <laughs> you know, people wearing their shirts proud. Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to charge for the shirts. We really wanted them to earn them and feel like when they got to put that shirt on, you know, that meant they completed their 10th run. Yeah. And so that was really important to us. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, um, is there any other social media information you want to share with everybody so they can find you guys? Right now, that Facebook is our primary group, and then Instagram okay. is shortly to follow. So, yeah, Facebook and Instagram is, is where you'll find us. Perfect. Well, I do want to thank Sheena Tapia for being our guest today, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, join us each week as we explore more of the things we do. If you have any comments or questions, please visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at We Do Podcast, or check out our website, WeDoPodcast.com. We will see you next time on the We Do Podcast, and you will be talking about all the cool things that we do. We do.